This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code madcast to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from not voting to voting. <laughs> With over 900,000 downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. And joining us again, Lieutenant Moderator, Rucka Rucka oh, Ali. shit. What up? And welcome back to the show, Jesse P.S. from Awful. Yo, what up? Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, Jesse. Thank you. Boys, this is the big election episode. Now, I generally stay away from politics. I don't do politics on the show. You know that, Jesse, right? I don't do politics. Yeah. You're not a political guy. Why would you be? There's debates involved. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, already it's begun. Already it's begun. <laughs> yeah, you do a pretty good job of pretending to be apolitical while passing off your own opinions as facts. Oh, yeah? Like yeah. what, Rucka? Name one thing. I don't do... Here's the thing, Rucka. Everything I say is objective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shut that down. I shut you guys. Right. You got You're wrong, Jesse. Is that how this show's gonna go? Yeah. That's that's how that's right. That's Jesse's buzzer all the way from New York. Yeah. We're using the cool Madcast soundboard. Which by the way, guys, um, I really need to put this out there and I want you guys to check out Jesse's show. You guys got to listen to Pot Awful because I'm you guys having heard of this show. I do Pot Awful. It's a show. It's the other show on the network. It, uh, you know, I'm I'm not blowing sunshine up Jesse's ass here. It is incredible. Jesse did a show. What was it? Two Sundays ago, I think, which was mm-hmm. which was pure art. Uh, he you. had a guy on a weeaboo. Jesse, you want to explain what a weeaboo what, is? Yeah, what the hell is a weeaboo? Yeah, Sean, let me explain what a weeaboo is. Please. Um, a weeaboo is a, a fella who's, you know, like a loser in your life. Imagine a loser in your life. Okay. okay. Try. Now imagine he's really into anime and Japanese culture. Okay, I'm looking right at him. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that much into it. I watch it sometimes, but I hate the culture. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and Pot Awful is all about hating culture. So of all kinds. Excellent. So we we talked about weeaboos. Weeaboos are are the uh, you know neck bearded, fedora wearing, uh, uh, brony loving, uh, Japanese culture loving internet weirdos. How do they get that name? It's actually from a uh, the comic uh, Perry Bible Fellowship. It 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 arrived that way through a kind of strange means through 4chan. But it, it was an unrelated word from the webcomic Perry Bible Fellowship. That is so nerdy that you know that. And I'm a huge fan of Perry Bible Fellowship. Great webcomic, if you guys haven't checked it out. But anyway, so yeah, Jesse had this guy on, a weeboo, right, who loved his pillow. He had, like, one of those full-body anime pillows. That they call he, him a waifu. A wa- his waifu, right? So had Jesse just done the show with this guy, this this super interesting interview, that would have been enough. That would have been an incredible show. But then he also went out and catfished somebody on OkCupid. Okay uh, you created a, a profile where you were an Asian girl, which was obviously fake. There was only one picture, and you looked like a robot, right? Yes, it was, the, it was literally the first result when I typed in, pretty Asian girl. <laughs> right. So is a robot. I mean, it looks like it's yes. super Photoshopped, <laughs> right? It's like, it's very stylistic, super Photoshopped. It doesn't look real. So anyone who would fall for this profile and there was like, it was sparsely populated too, right, Jesse? Oh yeah. I only put on there that I'm very loyal. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so any idiot who would fall for this, Gosh. obviously he's an idiot. Also, also the uh, the username was piss stains for days. <laughs> piss stains for days was the was the username. Uh, so so someone <laughs> so someone took this seriously, messaged Jesse, and then. Uh, Jesse started talking to this guy. It turned out to be a, a Jewish fellow, Daniel. And then every time Jesse typed his name, he would use the echoes. You know, the, Jew- the Jewish echoes? Jewish. <laughs> uh, it was one of my favorite pranks. And the, he got the guy on the phone with uh, one of the longtime guests from uh, Pot Awful. Anyway, super funny episode. You guys should check it out. We'll put it on the website. But uh, moving on, guys, I want to talk about the debate last week. All right. Because we talked about offensive Halloween costumes. Mm. And all you fucking idiots, all right? The audience voted that 91% believe that offensive Halloween costumes are okay. They're fine. They're fine. They're fair game. Yeah. Right? Do you guys agree with that? What do you think, Jesse? Um, I think <laughs> that Halloween costumes should only be offensive. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. All right. Great. Now I'm going to shit all over your guys' stupid opinions in just a second. Uh, but then also the other side of the debate, the other half of the debate I, I asked last week was whether or not Rucka deserved to be promoted as a moderator. Ooh. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way, Rocco, on Thanks. your lieutenant moderator. Well, it's, it's not final until the votes are in. Right? That's right. The vote's not in yet, and I got it now. Oh. All right. So the audience voted. Does Rucka deserve to be moderator? 53% said no. No I, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rucka. You are now demoted. What? Back down to deputy moderator. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You're now demoted back down to deputy Man, moderator. Fuck that shit. I would have thought it'd be overwhelming in his favor. It was, and then the vote shifted. Wow. 53% oh, you, you down. Shifted in Interesting. quotes. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Yeah. Did Russia fuck with it? Maybe. Oh, shit. What we happened? don't know. It's bullshit. Anytime 53% of anyone votes on anything, it's just so anticlimactic. Well, it's pretty climactic, Rucka, because now you're no longer lieutenant moderator. Now you're back down to deputy. Now, I was going to, you know, I may have skipped, I may have jumped the gun a little bit. I you, I should have promoted you directly to municipal moderator. I think that's probably why. Is uh, that a thing? Is that a title? Yeah, it's a title. I got all these titles, Sean, for moderators on the show. I got municipal it moderator. Like, it sounds like you're in charge of moderating uh, the garbage dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, someone's got to do that shit. <laughs> the local parks and rec. Then I got senior municipal moderator. Yeah. Got deputy cadet moderator. There's a, a whole rank. You can go all the way up to chief superintendent, deputy chief assistant, area commanding moderator. These are all ranks, Rucka, and you which, just got demoted. I'm which, sorry. Which one of these ranks is the one where I press the buzzer and you stop talking and and let me correct you? Okay. <laughs> You know what, Rucka? I'm, there might be another demotion in your future. Ah, shit. Yeah. Oh, boy. You'd be junior assistant deputy. <laughs> just, back, just back to guest. With me this week, joining for yeah. the first time, Rucka Ragali. Yeah. All right. Uh, but you know what? I should say this, guys. Since, Jesse, this is the third time you're on the show, I think it's time I gave Jesse a promotion to junior assistant deputy moderator, Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Climbing the ranks. Congratulations, Jesse. All of you know. Right up the staircase after uh, you. Vote for me, okay? Vote for me. Vote for him, guys. Yeah, nipping at your heels, Rucka. Yeah. Rucka's Rucka's deputy moderator. And then we got junior assistant deputy moderator, Jesse. Feeling threatened right now. I'm going for chief superintendent moderator. (laughs) Well, someday you got like five different ranks to go go through before you get there. Lord Czar moderator of... Sean, don't get... Don't be ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh, so guys, here's what I truly believe. 
Back to the Halloween thing for a second. Here's what I truly believe about offensive costumes. They're fine, all right? Nobody can offend you. It's your choice to be offended. Really? Yeah. So uh, blackface and a prison jumpsuit is cool with you? I didn't say it's cool with me. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So you're offended by it then? No, I didn't. Look, that's not Nobody what I'm Nobody can offend you. Nobody can offend you. It's your choice. And I said last time hmm. that the number of things that offend you, if it's more than five, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. Hmm. Really? Right. Yeah, you're probably missing teeth. Hmm. You're like one of those people who read alternate news websites. They're missing teeth. And guys, you're missing teeth because they're advertising things to replace your teeth. Offended by dentists. Actually, actually, those guys are missing teeth because they don't trust the fluoride. Yes, in the world. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, they're all conspiracy dipshits. So anyway, guys, Sean, I've handed you a sealed envelope with my true opinion because some people think I change my mind yeah. from week to week. I don't. Rock solid. Go ahead. What does it say, Sean? Offensive Halloween costumes are fine. Yeah. Smart. Okay, now I've got some thoughts. Oh, you got some? Th- okay, let's hear Sean's thoughts. I'm with you on this one, Maddox. Hey. I dressed up as a bull semen collection cup for Halloween and went to a ranch to get milked on by some cattle. My date thought it was sexy as hell. We went home that night and ate some glazed donuts, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I don't even know what I don't. (laughs) What were you? Oh, my God. Sean, can I just ask, what do you do with these envelopes all week? (laughs) I I tack them up to my bedroom walls. (laughs) Trust me, I don't need to use any kind of sticky tape to seal them. Yeah, We should probably have a lockbox, you know, for like in the event of Sean's untimely death. (laughs) Or suicide. (laughs) Or suicide. The envelope will be unobstructed and we could still get to it the following week. In case Sean accidentally dies uh, from suicide of three gunshot wounds to the the head. He shot himself nine times. All right, guys, I got some voicemail. Uh, Here's here's the first one. You are the biggest fucking loser, Maddox. I swear to God, listen, your last podcast and you're like, oh, what do you think I fucking think? You made a video about it. You didn't even argue about anything else. You just... You made a video on this fucking subject before, you fucking clown. I'm not a drilling Aussie, but you're a fucking wanker cunt. I swear to God, you fucking suck. Your podcast, mate, I mean, every episode you contradict yourself. You're so predictable. Like, holy shit, mate, what are you doing? You're not convincing me on either side. And even if you give me juice bag of the week, I don't give a fuck. You can't. Fuck! Man, that's just as well, thank you. Yeah, fucking can't. <laughs> Isn't it fun when uh, guys from other countries insult you with words we don't have here so you don't feel, like, threatened at all? Yeah. I've never heard him so fired up. Yeah, th- that wasn't the drawling Aussie. That, that wasn't was an- the drawling Aussie? No, that was another Aussie. Oh, shit, I thought oh. he was just going crazy. No, uh, the drawling Aussie did email me, though. His, he did. His, yeah, his T-shirt information. And it, it, I saw a picture, his profile picture, and he looks exactly like what you would think. Uh, Which is? I have no uh, idea. Like a, like, Dundee. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say a kangaroo, but <laughs> he is a kangaroo. He actually is a kangaroo, oh. uh, but with boxing gloves on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, n- no, he looks like he looks like a beach bro. I'll say, I'll say this. He yeah. looks like like someone who hangs out at the beach, uh, but also a kangaroo. Yeah, uh, oh. fucking, <laughs> one of those. You yeah. fucking nugget. <laughs> All right, I uh, got another one here. And I know, and, and but hold on, I gotta address that fucking uh, voicemail real quick. Okay, just because I make a video about this doesn't mean I can't argue the other side dipshit right I make a video about my opinion because it's entertaining mm-hmm. and it's informative I think his point was everyone knows what your opinion is that's not right. always the case Rucka I mean theoretically you could argue the other side but I mean you can't really argue the other side <sighs> okay <laughs> you know what Sean you one of these days uh-huh. Ru- Jesse don't 
ding that. That's I'm gonna cut that out. Jesse, <laughs> you Jesse, are not. Rock, Sean. One of these days, what you and I are gonna have a debate. Okay. And then you're going to fucking fail at your shitty side of the debate, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do a better job. I'm going to save your side of the debate. Okay. That's going to happen. Is it? All right, yeah. There's going to be a Sean and Maddox debate. A All great right. debate off. <laughs> That's Jesse again. All right, here's another voicemail. Hey, Maddox. It's Rand again. The guy that called about Julian Assange because you're an idiot. And then the guy that called back about your T-shirt because I don't want one because you're an idiot. I'm in Georgia now, specifically Atlanta. You know, the place that's that mythical place that you think everyone is sitting on a porch and drinking sweet tea, yeah. which I've heard you reference several times. <laughs> Do you think it sounds like I'm sitting on a fucking porch drinking sweet tea? Get out and travel a little bit, you international xenophobe. <laughs> the South isn't all just sitting around thinking about racist shit all the time, you fucker. <laughs> Love you, Sean. <laughs> no, uh, I uh, I thought he did sound like he was drinking sweet tea, right? but that's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> what you do on your own personal time? That was a little bit of a Kermit meme there. Yeah, Sean, uh, you didn't catch no, that. No, Sean, did you? nope. Um, so look, guys, I got I got a lot of fired up callers from the south who were calling me out saying, "Hey, Maddox, what fuck did you, you say?" I don't even remember. What did I say? Well, I mean, you shit on know. the south a lot. You're, f- you're from Utah, isn't that kind of the south? No. no, no, I'm from the South. Maddox is not from the South. He's from Mormon land. Oh, right. Yeah. No, uh, that guy did sound fired. A lot of these callers, because I think we well, talked Al- about- Atlanta is a big city. Yeah, but I've been to I've been to Georgia, shithead. You tell me to travel? You call me a xenophobic? What did you call me? A xenophobic fucktard? He's an international xenophobe. International xenophobe. Fuck you. I guarantee I've been to more countries than you have, shithead. Mm. I've been to at least 20 countries. I've, I'm an international traveler. I'm an international man. Well, good thing you got that out of the way early because now you're on a bunch of no-fly lists. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually, I may be. Um, yeah, I've been to lots of country shithead. I've been to Asia. I've been to the Middle East. I've been to Europe. I've been to South America, North America. I've been everywhere. Those aren't countries. Those are continents. That's <laughs> Okay. You know what, Jesse? I know that. All right? <laughs> no, he's mixed that up before. No, I haven't. <laughs> I've been to lots of countries. I did a I did a pub crawl in Budapest. Really? You sound like um you sound like Lou Bega, the guy that sang yeah. Mambo Number no. Five. Yeah, they yeah. Asked him, yeah. They asked him why did you call it Mambo Number no. Five, and he said I named it after the five continents. No, here's here's what I would say before we get too uh, too lost in the in the uh, in the woods here. No, I've been to I I did a pub crawl in Budapest. I did one in Greece. I did one in Spain. And when I did it in Budapest, I was expecting. I, you know, zero to one people to show up. I just posted a Facebook status update while I was there. And like 10 people showed up to this pub crawl in Budapest, which was amazing. And I, I took these guys to this bar, you know, and I'm going to be big man Maddox, right? Big magnanimous Maddox. And I thought, you know what? First round's on me. Go ahead. Everyone order your beers. And we went to the bar. Uh, everyone orders their beers. I plopped down my credit card and the lady says, cash only. And uh, I'm like, well, how much is it? She said, 12,000. I'm like, fuck. So I reached down into my pocket pulled and I out pulled 12, out twelve thousand rocks. <laughs> I pulled out a twenty thousand note, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I set it down on the counter, expecting you know, like sweating bullets, thinking this is some kind of scam. And she took it, and gave me change. I went home and I did the math, and it came to less than a dollar a beer. No shit. Yeah, Hungary, great drinking country. Damn. Anyway, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Here's an, here's another uh, here's another voicemail. Why do women still burn themselves with curling irons? You know it's hot. 
I mean, you ever seen a chip with like a big fucking? It looks like someone came down her head with like a fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit! I can't think of the word. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hit steers with real hot. It leaves a mark on them. A branding yeah, iron. That. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he live? He's in Indiana. Weird, we got to get him out weird here. Weird Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He has to come out here. You know what? We'll do a we'll do a fund. Yeah. We'll do a we'll do a fan fund to see if we can get Weird Matthew McConaughey to come out here. He's got to come out here. Yeah. Yeah. See if we can uh, get him to finish that thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can think about it for like a thousand miles. You know, a couple thousand miles. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Maddox, you fucking idiot. I think what he was saying about <laughs> the uh, the Trump not being on WikiLeaks as much as Hillary. Well, uh, Trump has not been in politics. And Hillary has, so you mm. missed the point. Mm. Also, it's been at least a good two weeks since you changed the format of the show, so it's time. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks. You know what? You Again, have permission. Yeah, why don't why doesn't that guy finish his call too? Moron. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, look, uh Trump hasn't been in politics as long as Hillary Clinton. What the fuck does that matter? Trump has a history. Trump has an existence. He's done things. A lot of them are shady. There's, yeah, but he, he doesn't use emails. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> I forgot he doesn't use emails, so he's uh, he's off the hook with WikiLeaks. He writes, uh, he writes messages on the backs of Mexicans and sends them places. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He sends them and then builds a wall behind them so they, they can't come back. <laughs> That's called a firewall. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. All right, uh, here's, here's one last one. Hey there, Maddox. Thought you might like to know that Ricky and Elliot are the reason why I started listening to your podcast. About two years ago, they made a video talking about great podcasts that you should check out. And you were actually the first podcast I started listening to. So I thought you might like to know that thanks to Ricky and Elliot, I discovered your Armenian face. You got one more fan. And I now understand why no one regrets the Armenian genocide. Okay. (laughs) Well, fuck you. That guy's such an asshole. He started out the the voicemail, right? So kind. So considerate. Nice guy. Saying he was a fan of mine. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to Ricky and Elliot from ETC Show. Ricky's um, great. Yeah, Ricky's great. He was on, He was our guest last week. If you guys haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. Uh, it's fantastic. Even though it's Halloween-related, it's not just Halloween-related. I think you'll still enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, he brought us a lot of uh, fans and listeners, and that guy was one of them. And then he had to shit all over it with that Armenian genocide reference at the end. You know, which So he gets the spirit of the show already. No, yeah. that's not the spirit of the show. That's never been the spirit of the show. No. And you know what? <laughs> Shut up, Rucka. Yeah. <laughs> what? Of all people. <laughs> what? Guys, I, before we move on, I just have to mention that that guy was the uh, douchebag of the week. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But thanks for listening. All right, guys. Uh, coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines. But uh, on to the debate this week. Here we go. Joining again, I'm sorry, Rucka, deputy moderator, oh, Rucka Rakali. Let's hear your buzzer. Demoted. Uh, and then Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful with a brand new title, Assistant Deputy Moderator. Let's hear yours. Wrong! There we go. If you guys hear anything that I say that you disagree with, or if I make a contradiction, logical fallacy, which apparently I make all the fucking time according to that shithead caller. Apparently. Feel free to buzz me. Allegedly. Yeah, mm. allegedly. But on to the story this week, guys. This is the big election episode and i think we're going to do something special with this one all right so the election is going to be tomorrow we're going to find the results and we are going to record two different versions of this podcast ending one if trump wins and one if hillary wins 
and I will change the actual file that you download on the server with the one for whoever won. So basically, it's like, you know, Trump saying he never said that or that never happened or I didn't know that guy. You get to do that, too. No, the difference is, Sean, I'm telling you guys I'm going to do that right now. Also, I don't know. You could cut this out. uh, It's more of a choose your own adventure if you think about it, because the people are out there voting for it. So they're getting to choose which one is the final podcast. That's true. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's going to be his reach is the is 300 million people. Yeah. It's kind of like a Soviet dictator, you know, revising history. To meet his purposes. Okay, it's not at all like that. I think the uh, accurate analogy was the one that was said, which is it's a choose-your-own-adventure. So you guys, you, the American voters, after listening to this podcast, you vote and you decide which ending you want. There we go. But uh, And I'm going to have that be the vote this week. Who do you want for president? Trump or Hillary? That's the big question. Trump versus Hillary, who's going to be president? Are they both equally shitty? Who would be worse for this country? This is the big one, guys. And I also want to mention that we have the bonus episode coming up. This is the first time we're doing a bonus episode for the best debate. And the I want to talk about the concept of the bonus episode, too, before we get into this debate. It is shitting on Maddox, okay? Because it seems like something everyone likes to do. What? Why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Jesse. I love myself, and everyone shits on me all the time, and I don't understand it. My friends, my family... Everyone, strangers, people I buy things from, they're just shitting on me all the time. So such it's Maddox. A, such a strangers, victim. dogs. Oh, I got a story about that, buddy. Oh, I was yeah? at Starbucks the other day. This dog was barking at me, uh-huh. and I muttered under my breath, "Put it down." <laughs> and and <laughs> you the, thought you thought it was under your breath. <laughs> <laughs> so I I then I went through this whole fantasy where uh, the lady. The, the dog owner heard me and called the police to mm. have me arrested, which they can't because I can say that. And then I would have been on the local news as like a hero who told the lady to put her dog down. Yeah. I had this fantasy. Didn't happen though. But so, I did. Yeah. Oh boy. I did want that dog put down. But anyway, guys, I don't know why everyone shits on me. So this show is called Maddox versus the universe. All right. And it's all about people who think they can shit on me and I'm going to defend myself. So that's the bonus episode this week. Check it out. Jesse is going to be on it. Ruck is on it as well. That's a good name for a show. Maddox versus the universe. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't. We don't actually discuss this shit. Like, I learn about this shit right here on the air. Like, that's a great name for the show. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I knew about it ahead of time. Vote me up for a uh, newest moderator guy. Oh, oh shit! Oh, shit. Jesse already canvassing for votes. But you know what, guys? The more important vote right now is Trump versus Hillary. And yeah. let's get on with the debate, guys. We're going to cover the pros and cons of each. And I have a huge list of cons for both candidates. But very- <laughs> You should have had Malice on, too. Oh, yeah, Michael Malice. Well, I, I already do because Jesse has an interesting point of view about voting. What do you think about voting, Jesse? Don't do it! There, <laughs> there you go. He's a stand-in for Malice. Yeah, it's like I got a second Malice in here. Uh, Michael Malice, I don't know if you listen to that show, Jesse, but he went on. It was supposed to be about... What was it should about? Should you the, vote or not? Should, should you vote or not? And he made it about anarchy. Yeah, well, he says, yeah. uh, he says, ah, the whole uh, nothing. I don't recognize governments. I don't love governments. <laughs> I, why would I ever recognize another person's government? I didn't vote for this. <laughs> what, he's <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Jesse becomes Gilbert Gottfried when he tries to do Michael Malice. Um, all right. So here's here's the thing, guys. Uh, they're both. I don't have a horse in this race. No? When it comes to, no, I don't. Interesting. I don't. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Yeah. 
Although, I'll say this. Don't worry, guys. I got this cuck. (laughs) (laughs) But guys, uh, I want to say this. My mom, my mom called me up the other day and said that she voted for Trump. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, why? Because originally she was, she was waffling. She was going back and forth. And she didn't know anything about uh, Trump or Hillary or anything like that. And she said, well, you know, Trump just seems like a genuine guy. And I'm like, uh, okay, uh, what, what about him seems genuine? And she goes, oh, you know, he just uh, doesn't have any scandals or anything. <laughs> mm. And I kind of started explaining things. She goes, oh, okay, uh, well, I'm voting for Hillary. I said, well, I mean, don't vote for Hillary on my account. I don't care. I'm just letting you know Trump's not an angel, right? Anyway, she called me up and she said she voted for Trump. And I said, okay, well, what was the final decision for you? What what made you make that decision? What changed your mind, right? She said she didn't like Hillary Clinton's looks. That, hey, <laughs> Jesse. That's not as rare as you think. Yeah. Well, that's, oh. that's how you vote for almost anybody. Okay. That's right. Okay, that's a dumb fuck reason not to vote for somebody. You know, all Say this- that about your mom. Come on now. How do, you, how do you think Bill Clinton got elected? He had an incredible- overwhelming female vote. Mm. I guess. I don't know. Is no, that true? J- JF, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's a shitty absolutely. reason to vote for or not vote for somebody. He that's a real charming. shitty reason. He was yeah. charming. That's the only the reason like women him. ever vote for a candidate, which is why they shouldn't. <laughs> Man has a point, but... <laughs> it's what Sean was saying. Well, I got pissed off at my mom. JFK? And I, thought, I thought, look, if you're going to vote for somebody... You know, make it based on their merits, not their looks. Well, yeah, that's so she said. So, so my much mom, research, do you think people do? Yeah, it's how my mom. educated do you think the average voter is? Well, I know Why how is your mom allowed to vote. <laughs> well, I I I got pissed off because I thought that's a shitty reason to vote for somebody or not vote for somebody. And she said she didn't like Hillary Clinton's looks, so I decided to start texting her pictures of Hillary Clinton. Oh my god! And I love the, that. the pride he takes in. I know. Oh, it's so much fun. It really was. So yeah. I sent her one picture. At, Don't you have a to book start. to finish? Yeah, you know what, Sean? I'll get to that, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it a smart way, Sean. You'll appreciate this, how smart I was about texting my mom. Mm. I sent her one picture to start, right? Just as a joke, saying, hey, mom, here's a picture of Hillary if you don't like her. And she said, no, this is for you. And then she sent it back to me. And I said, oh, okay, bitch, it's on. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> I didn't call her bitch, though. Uh... <laughs> So I started sending her picture after picture after picture of Hillary Clinton. And eventually she sent me a message back and she said that uh, uh, you're 38 years old. You should be ashamed of yourself. I don't know what you want from me. You should be ashamed. And uh, then then I started sending her pictures once every few minutes for hours. And I scheduled them on my phone so that it would send her pictures all night long. And I stopped at around 9.30 p.m. I'm not a monster. <laughs> but anyway, so I scheduled another text this morning with Hillary Clinton saying good morning to my mom. And then I was going to call her to have her on the show. And I think she's blocked my number. <laughs> How can you tell she's blocked your number? Uh, I don't know. It's going straight to voicemail, which it's never done before. Hmm. Uh, she may have had some software thing that just sends my, yeah. <laughs> my phone. She may have made a phone call. Yeah, she may. <laughs> she, you know, she, Maybe she has some software thing that sends uh, my number straight. Or she's on the phone. If it goes straight to voicemail. Not, no, it's no, never done this before, Rucka. It's never happened. It's never happened like right. this. Anyway. Do uh, you think your mom, like, downloaded some software in order to block callers? I don't know. Like, is this possible? She could have had, had some help. From who? Your dad? My brother or something. He's, like, 90 years old and falls off roofs. Yeah, he's, he's 87 and he falls off roofs. 
Uh, he's, I don't know, maybe my brother set it up or something. Maddox uh, has a brother. Yeah. I know, I always forget that. Can we get that guy on the show? Oh yeah, he's a delight. Um, <laughs> we'll get him for the bonus show. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Get ready to hear some C-bombs. All right. <laughs> Guys, but on to the debate, Clinton versus Trump. I got I to gotta, I gotta be honest. I got to tell you exactly the problem I have with Clinton. Now, there's a lot of red herrings in this election. There's a lot of bullshit I think are non-issues. The biggest bullshit non-issue of this entire election is her emails. Uh, she had 30,000-something emails released, and she's still not arrested. Uh, g- can you imagine anyone— what about, the, what about the new ones that they're parsing through? Well, yeah, there's nothing. They don't have anything. I don't know. Uh, I they're... fear they're all into child porn now. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, All of there's them. A thing. There's a thing where they're uh, talking in code about cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that is the grossest term to use for anything sexual. Ugh. But uh, no, the the email thing. If anyone had thirty thousand of their emails released, can you imagine the shit? Oh well, can you imagine that? Just anything. Anyone would have so much more incriminating shit than and than Hillary Clinton, who's had all her fucking emails scrutinized except for the ones she deleted. Well, incriminating shit, but probably at a much lower level. What, uh, the, the average like, person? What you, yeah, what- Get out of here, way more, Sean. What do you think the average person's done? A fucking sexting and, and uh, uh, racist not, jokes? That's what I'm talking about, but yes, yeah, so what? At a lower level, not something that can affect the entire country or national security or anything like that. The only, that's what I mean. Like, It's like embarrassing, but it doesn't change anybody's life. Well, yeah, but that's that's all they're looking for. Same thing with Donald Trump's quote of grab him by the pussy. Uh, that's, you know, yeah. well, that actually, that actually, we'll get into that in a second, but- uh, embarrassing aside the one problem with the hillary clinton email scandal is that they were kept on a private server which is less secure than the government server right okay so we'll see we'll see that point that's that's a genuine criticism because it does put america at risk our national security interests i don't even know what you're saying well i'm gonna get to the problem i have with hillary clinton okay but what are you saying about her emails i think it's a non-issue I think the email and, thing is a red herring, and and same same thing with the Benghazi thing. If you guys want to criticize Hillary Clinton, go after the things that she's actually done. The Benghazi thing is such horseshit. They spent so much time and money, and a partisan report, a Republican partisan report, found no wrongdoing. And and here's how you know it's bullshit is when they released the report at 5 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. Because anytime a report is released at 5 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, coming from Washington D.C., they want to bury the lead. Right. That's what they're doing, and that's what the Republicans did. It's a bullshit story. They sent seven. They spent seven million dollars looking into this Benghazi incident and wrote an eight hundred page report. Eight hundred pages on this horse shit, it, guys. How long does it take political. you? How long does it take you to write eight hundred pages, <laughs> Sean? Would that so, report come out by like twenty thirty? Maybe it'd be the best report you ever read, dude. It should be on our deathbed and get arrested. Yo, Maddox. Yeah. If Donald Trump had been Secretary of State when then Benghazi shit happened, you'd be all up his ass. No. Yes. No. Yes. You want to do this? You want to keep going? <laughs> okay, the answer is no. Okay. Final answer, no. You got it. I don't think, because it's not just her fault. It's not just one person's fault that Benghazi happened. By the way, that when that happened, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a video that was released on YouTube called The Life of Muhammad or something like that, right? Yeah. It was a very satirical 
uh, some would say offensive video that was released that was that was kind of parodying the life of Muhammad and, and doing a lot of blasphemy and things. It depicted Muhammad. That was the main problem with it. You're not allowed to show an image of Muhammad. Right. No, didn't it also have something in there where he was it fucking a goat? Doesn't matter. Whether he's fucking a goat or whether he's doesn't sitting matter. around and watching TV, you're not allowed to show the image of Muhammad. Well, or you will see the Middle East go up in flames. Well, okay, so that's that's what happened. Yeah. As soon as that video came out, there were protests in Lies. I believe Indonesia, Malaysia. You're, li- you're wrong. What? That video was used as a reason for the attack on the embassy in Benghazi. That video was well, not why it happened. We're getting to that. We know we know that now, but at the time we didn't. We know now that the government lied because the attack on Benghazi was a was a planned act of terror to be carried out on September 11th. And then Hillary Clinton got on TV in Pakistan and apologized for the video. She apologized to barbarians that would kill people over a video. She apologized for the video. And the whole Middle East went up in riots over this video that most people had not noticed up until this point. I believe that they were already protesting and rioting in Pakistan the before the attention was brought the- to this video during and after the attack because it was used as the reason for the attack when it was not the reason for the I, attack. I don't think, I think the timeline, you know what, we'll have to fact check this, but I think the timeline was the video came out and there were uh, riots in Pakistan because of this video. The video had like 10 views before no. it, attention was brought to when it. When I saw the video, it had over 100,000 views and it was already starting to go I viral. personally saw it with just a few hundred. Look, Did you make I the video? apologize <laughs> for making the video. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, damn it. Okay, anyway, we're getting off track here. Anyway, the why, why being- you would vote for anybody who would get on TV in Pakistan and apologize for a Muhammad video is beyond me. But go ahead with whatever it is you're, you're, you're getting at. Well, anyway, <laughs> th- thank you, Rucka. You're welcome. Yeah. The point is this. Yeah. You want to go after Hillary. There's, she's done some actually really shitty, sh- shitty things. And, and you want to make the case that that whole Benghazi, it's just, guys, it, there's so much more that you can go after for Hillary. Here's my personal problem with Hillary. And when I when I turned on her uh, politically, because she wasn't really on my radar, I never really thought much about Hillary Clinton until 2005. Uh, she's had some positions that weaken the First Amendment. That is anti-constitutional. Uh, when it comes to video games, for example, in 2005, the Grand Theft Auto game came out and they found that there was this hidden hot coffee mod in there, right? And what you could do is you is could go- Is that a euphemism? Yeah, it is a euphemism. Okay. For sex. All right. You could go to this girl's house and she would say, hey, how about some coffee? You go in and mm. there's like this scene in there where you bang. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Everyone was up in arms. Rockstar took it out of the game, but, you know, the code and the graphics and the sound files that they recorded in there were still on the disc somehow. So people accessed it. What? Sorry. Finish your point about this video game. Then I'll respond. So Hillary Clinton, uh, this is according to Forbes, Hillary Clinton came out with the Family Entertainment Protection Act. Yeah. It, uh, it was a prohibition on selling games to minors where retailers could be heavily fined for selling mature or adult-only games to those under 17. Uh, some of the bullet points from this, uh, this legislation says, an independent analysis of the ESRB's rating system was to be put in place to figure out if it was actually accurate. Um, authority for the FTC to investigate misleading game ratings. So now you're going to have the Federal Trade Commission coming in and looking at video games. To investigate them, make sure the ratings are appropriate. Authority for consumers to register complaints with the FTC for misleading game ratings. An audit of retailers, including possible secret shoppers, to see if underage kids can buy mature or adult-only games in stores. She's just thinking of the children, Maddox. Oh, great. Here, I have a clip here from the actual 
day that she tried to push this legislation through. Listen to this. Today, I'm announcing, along with my colleagues, uh, the Family Entertainment Protection Act. This bill will prohibit the sale of violent and sexually (laughs) explicit video games to minors and will give parents the tools they need to make informed decisions. Okay, so she's saying that she's going to give parents the tools they need to make informed decisions, right? Because parents don't have those tools, presumably. Well, they never make informed decisions anyway. Well, I mean, that's not true. It's, it's a, again, what she's saying here is just some bullshit political game that she's trying to push this legislation through. Of course. Their first informed decision would have been to pull out. Bingo. <laughs> Correct. Uh, here, the clip goes on. Listen to this. Listen to, listen to how out of touch she sounds here. Video games are hot holiday items. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Real hip. And I understand that. They are. Yeah. Sounds Certainly like entertaining and even educational yeah. in many instances. Uh, they can help our children learn. They can increase hand and eye coordination. But it is also clear that there are games that are just not appropriate for children. And busy parents are looking for some guidance uh, all the time, but especially during this hectic holiday season. Yeah. So she's blaming it on busy parents not being able to watch their kids so the government has to step in and do it. Right? Of course. Okay, Rocco. Jesus fucking Christ. You're such a nerd. (laughs) Come near your fucking video games and your porn and you're suddenly Mr. Constitution. Hey, man, don't regulate private business. How about the right of an American to depict Muhammad? How about that? Is that, Does that fall under the First Amendment? Then why did she get on TV in Pakistan and apologize for the video? If she— Yeah, you bring up that she's anti-First Amendment and your first example that comes to mind is her— rating video games like how about the fact that americans have the right to criticize or depict the muslim prophet right shouldn't uh, that be first on your list yeah but she's not she's she never pushed legislation to try to prevent that rucka that's the difference here you you want to go out to pakistan and pay lip service to them so they'd stop rioting and they calmed it the fuck no, down they'll stop Fine. rioting when you make it extremely clear that their aggression will not be tolerated you don't get on the, over there and and apologize what difference what, does it make? It makes oh, game. what difference does it make? You hear that? <laughs> what difference does it make? Where have I heard that before? <laughs> Hillary Clinton yep. on the Benghazi. I, Dude, I know, you, I know. She might as well be here on, on the show giving <laughs> her case. You, you are such a fucking Hillary fan. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> By the way, we'll get to the Trump part. I'm not like I'm not like into Trump. It's just the fact that the pro-Hillary media like CNN or the best debate in the universe is just so <laughs> is just so um so biased makes me want to vote for Trump. That's what, and that's why Trump is popular. It's because of biased reporting like yours. Hold on, I'm pulling out myself. I'm going to text you a picture of Hillary right now. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Rucka. Yeah. As a politician, uh-huh. I expect them to be politicians. I expect no. them to go and pay lip service and do whatever it takes to not start World War III. I don't give a fuck about losing a little bit of face if it's going to prevent another fucking war. Is your are you out of your fucking mind? You think the liberty of being able to draw a picture a yes. depiction of Muhammad is more important than your fucking life? Here's the thing: it is, they're but, one and the same. No, go ahead. No, but hold on. She's not saying you can't. If she goes over there and pays lip service to them, who gives a shit? You, who gives a shit? Yeah. How about after um, Pearl Harbor gets bombed, we go on Tokyo TV and apologize for oh. for provoking them? So, so uh, drawing a drawing a drawing yes. is exactly the same as bombing Pearl Harbor. 
in both cases, America was attacked. Although 80 years ago, we knew how to respond when we were attacked. And nowadays, we cower to our enemies. We cower to our aggressors. Okay? It's so fucking simple. The purpose of a government to begin with is to protect you. Protect you if you want to speak. Protect you if you want to produce. Protect you if you want to live. They protect you. So when you're attacked for, for your speech, the U.S. government is supposed to say, hey, hey, listen, you crazy fucks. Free speech is one of our values, and we're not telling you how to run your retarded little country, but don't fucking ever think for a second that you're going to fuck with our citizens' right to free speech. That's I what she should say. I don't recognize any government. I didn't vote for you. <laughs> Gilbert, <laughs> Gilbert. This is a serious debate. Yeah, quiet the parrot from Aladdin down over there. <laughs> Yago. <laughs> anyway, I've made my point. Jesse, what do you want to add to this? I, Look, agree, uh, I agree with you, by the I, way. I agree with what Rucka said, but I can point out what makes the video game thing that Maddox is bringing up important to this election. And here's what it is. Uh, Hillary teamed up with Senator Joe Lieberman to right. do that family video game thing. <laughs> yeah. Senator Lieberman. Joe Lieberman, a.k.a. You'll remember him as being uh, Jewish Emperor Palpatine. Dude, say where's, Lieberman. Where's, <laughs> where's, your, where's your echo? <laughs> yeah, where's oh, Lieberman? Jewish Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Joe Lieberman is well known for being this very centrist senator. He's uh, he's they call him. He's like a a conservative Democrat almost. They you never know what side he's on because he seems like more of a conservative. That's what's so tricky about him. Hillary is exactly the same way. Uh, and she's running this year on this progressive platform because of Bernie's influence. But it's yeah. a lie. She has always been a very centrist uh, politician, and her entire campaign had to be overhauled this year because of the whole Bernie movement. So it's it's she's running on a lie. That's how it. That's how this video game thing affects this year is because it shows. You go back to her record. Her record shows that everything she's done over the years would point to her being uh, uh, either a flip-flopper to to appease voters or uh, in the middle somewhere otherwise. So here's why I think that we're kind of glossing over the importance of this legislation that she pushed through because the Supreme Court struck this down, okay? Her legislation, the Supreme Court struck down granting video games the same free speech rights as books, movies, and television. Mm Mm-hmm. She backed something that the Supreme Court deemed unconstitutional. And this isn't just some little thing, right? This is the first fucking amendment, which I consider the most important, which many people consider the most important, our founding fathers, because they put it first. Well, I'm a First Amendment guy, too. I I reckon— More of a Second Amendment guy myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a big uh, fifth and fourth. Uh, No, but uh, look, guys. (laughs) <laughs> the, uh, the This legislation was deemed unconstitutional by the U.S. Supreme Court, and they shouldn't have even gotten that far. They shouldn't have fought that hard to push this bullshit legislation through. But uh, it's, it's, it's really telling that she pushed something so unconstitutional through. And Rucka, again, your your Muslim depiction, the the Muhammad uh, drawing ban is so is such a ridiculous argument because. First of all, she didn't push any legislation through. It has nothing to do with this. If she went over there, again, to pay lip service as a politician, who gives a fuck? I do. Why? You should. Why? Because when our-, our You start appeasing. When our rights, including our First Amendment, are being threatened with violence, then what is our government's job if not to confront that a- aggressor? Our rights weren't threatened by violence. They had all the violence occurred in their country. And they on protested. our embassy- 
Well, okay, that may, that may be the case. If that's the case, of course, she should speak out against it. If well, that actually if happened— If she's going to pretend that the embassy was attacked over that video, then she should carry out that bullshit and actually say that's not okay. She should not be apologizing for the video. Look, by the way, I am not Mr. Benghazi investigator. I am not into—I didn't come here like, oh, Hillary sucks because of Benghazi. That is not—Benghazi is just one of literally a thousand cases in which the U U.S. government has failed miserably at protecting— its own citizens in the face of a weak and pathetic enemy. I am not like, but since you brought it up as like something that should just be shrugged off. No, it is it's serious shit. If, uh, if somebody who might be president is apologizing for our uh, depictions of Muhammad and Obama did the same thing. Obama's been a real pussy on that. Oh, too. he got, he went to the UN and said, we will never, uh, the future does not belong. Those who, who insult the prophet of Islam. Well, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not agreeing with that. Um, Guys, vote for uh, Rucka to be the Benghazi moderator. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I'll take well, any promotion I can get. James James Carvel did say, he said, if Hillary Clinton would give Barack Obama one of her balls, they'd each have two. Oof. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good line. And now here's the thing, And, and Bush is just, Bush is even worse, by the way. So like, don't eat like- well, Of course. Look. No, he, no one's he bringing is, up Bush. Yeah. But, okay. And, and, but uh, this is not a partisan thing. I think no. Bush is the worst president in the history of time, but go ahead. At right. least in modern times. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, but back to Hillary for a second. Look, Rucka, you make a good point. If uh, they did attack our interests and uh, and our embassy, and which I think you might be you might be right. Actually, that's a good point. Uh, then she shouldn't pay lip service to that. If there, if actual attacks are being carried out against us and our interests because of this shit, then no, we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't tolerate that because our values are free speech and uh, free speech and free expression. Uh, but if she, but if this is just riots that are occurring in another country, I don't see any harm in going over and paying lip service to calm them down. Because here's the other thing: here's here's what we don't understand, uh, and why when Michael Malice was on, he he made a huge argument for anarchy, and uh, uh, Jesse, you you make an argument for not voting, but don't he, vote, <laughs> Jesse Malice. Here's here's the problem with uh, with politics, right? Mm -hmm. And and Hillary was criticized for saying that you should have a public policy and a private policy. Of course, guys, of course, because behind closed doors, you pass black budget, but you don't say it. Well, you shouldn't say it. Of course, she's not she's not she's not very adept. She shouldn't have said that. But you have black black budget items like the stealth bomber and uh, top secret weapons and things that we need to appropriate funds for that you can't talk about in public. And behind closed doors, I believe the U.S. and Pakistan are a lot more cozy than it appears. I've Be read articles saying that. Yeah, because behind closed that doors- they're, they're appeasing the people, but they're course. really tighter with us than- That's all it is, Sean. They're they're doing what they're saying to keep their population calm and not blowing shit up. I don't know if, and that's, it, I don't know if it's true or not, well, but I've read that it's been- I mean, they're doing well, what that's they can. How we it's, got it's, in to get Bin Laden. Yeah. Well, and then there were uh, rumors that they knew where he was a lot sooner than they told us. Well, I've so heard it goes that to too. the other side. I've heard that too. And there was also the the rumor that a intelligence agent from I think Pakistan or Malaysia tipped us off to 9/11 right before it happened, and no one took her seriously. Uh, but anyway, that that goes besides the point. The middle, the Middle East, Pakistan, some of these regions where there's hotbeds of terrorism are powder kegs. And I believe the U.S. government, behind closed doors, is a lot cozier to a lot of these governments than it may appear in public. And in public, they probably go and they say what they can to appease their populace. Because America is not a very popular brand in Pakistan right now. 
So they're going to go out and they're going to say, okay, America can't have no fly zone. You know, we're going to have a no fly zone. They can't do this and we can't do that. But then meanwhile, we're doing drone attacks in their country all the time. That's a public and private policy difference. Okay, and they're both stupid. Well, we, we, don't need to, we don't need to be drone bombing Pakistan and we don't need to be over there apologizing for anything. Look, I'm more interested in the pettier reasons why <laughs> uh, you shouldn't vote for Hillary or what I like. For instance, I don't Hillary, like face. <laughs> uh, let, let's face it. The reason most people are going to vote for Hillary is because then we'll finally have our first woman president. Oh, yeah. you know, in the great in the great tradition of having our first black president with Barack Obama, uh, you know, our 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 uh, first fat president with Taft. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the anti-Hillary part of the debate. And so far, we've got a video game uh, regulation that you don't like. No, the the First Amendment thing. And also, I don't think that she is genuine. I think that she says Whatever will she? Whatever will get her elected? I think she is the pinnacle of what American politics has created. Absolutely, she's a career politician. I feel. I feel like everything she says, almost everything she says, is disingenuous. Uh, she has come out and said she said she would uh, bomb Iran. She yeah. that's she said that in the past. She would attack Iran mm, and the no fly zone. Yeah, all right. And the it's no not, fly zone. Not what she said, but go ahead. No, she did. That's she what, said if Iran bombs us or bombs Israel, we have the capacity to obliterate them. Oh, is that what? It, okay, that's not the same. Why don't you do some research? I did. Here, I play the clip. I want the Iranians to know that if I'm the president, we will attack Iran. There you go. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> nice. Okay, good. maybe we can hear the question. Maybe we can hear a little bit more that she said before and after that. Well, it's, she, you think that, she that just, was the entire, yeah, that's her entire, that was a press yeah. conference. All right, listen, <laughs> I don't always agree with Hillary. <laughs> you are such a Hillary cuck. I can't believe how much you endorse Hillary on this show, Rucka. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> cucka, cucka, Ali. Oh, yeah. shit. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, that's going to become a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it probably already is. I don't go on the internet. The internet's, the internet's the worst. Guys, I, I don't like that about Hillary. I don't like the the fact that she flip-flops on so many issues that are since Like, for example, gay marriage. She was opposed to it. And then just when it became popular, I guess I'm for it now. So was Obama. Yeah, but Obama he's justified black. It. I can't really and he's cool. criticize yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a cool black guy. Yeah. Come on. No, but Hillary, I don't get the, I don't get the, the sense that she... Stands for very much. She, she doesn't stand, stand for, for anything. No, she no. does. She stands for her own agenda. She can barely stand. Did you see her on 9 11? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's interesting is like the first time Hillary ran for president, she was seen as like the anti Bush, you know, because her husband was president in the good old days before Bush, back in the 90s, the good old prosperous 90s and people were wearing shirts that said, I miss Bill. And like she was supposed to be kind of like the return to the pre Bush like era and this time that she's running she's been hated first she was the like uh there to the, the bernie fans hated her now every like everyone hates her it's just so interesting that she used to be seen as kind of like the redeemer this was supposed to be the republicans election to lose i don't know how we got this far i don't know how it's even close with anyone running against hillary if they just put even like can you imagine if mccain was running right now he'd yeah. win in a heartbeat that's what I look, guys. We had eight years of an Obama liberal administration. It's time for the pendulum to swing the other way, and to it get, always does. And to and to get a moderate conservative in there, and that's not what's happened. Now, moving on, the right is Are, so fucking far right now, like yeah. religious zealots. I believe mostly because of the Tea Party 
which we'll talk about in a minute. Well, I think the rise of Trump is kind of a reaction to the religious part of the Republican. It, uh, it's I not, think so. He's still pandering to them. Yeah, he panders, but he's kind of like he's kind of like the New York businessman. He's not the evangelical that Republicans usually go, like Lately. nominate. Well, uh, that's the, I mean that that may be the case, but he's still saying and paying lip service he to the evangelicals. He is saying those things, but everyone kind of knows he doesn't mean it. Liberty Trump Universe. believes in a tremendous God, a great God, one of the <laughs> <Yeah>. best gods. <laughs> right. The best God, believe me, it's the best God. He doesn't like. He doesn't get up there and go with the sincere tone. Like I get up every day and I pray, and my wife will tell you that there is nothing I love more than my Bible. And he gets up there. He's like, "Listen, look, b- believe me. I'm, I'm, I'm a religious guy. I mean, look, I, I love. I, I, I go to church. Believe me. I believe. Trust me. Believe me. <laughs> I've done Why the do missionary position more yeah. times than you can count. Yeah, believe me. Why do you think Donald Trump sounds like Woody Allen? <laughs> That's just my Trump impression. I know it, it makes no sense at all. <laughs> Yeah, he say he claims to have uh, read the Bible. I don't think anyone believes Everyone that. knows he doesn't mean it. But like he is kind of like the anti Republican Republican. No, but I keep hearing that and uh, in terms of the evangelical pandering, he's still doing it. He he's, went to talk to Liberty yeah. University and he is going after the evangelical vote and he's op- he's he's the only one doing that. Hillary hasn't done that. So you can't say that Trump is the anti-evangelical guy when Hillary has literally not done any speeches at Liberty University. I can University. say that and you I did. You can't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Look at that. Are we on the Trump side now? Not yet. We're going to get to the Trump side. Trump and his orange leathery face in just a minute. But speaking of leather, today's episode is brought to you by Kennel and Hyde, makers of leather, satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two if you count the cows. Guys, Kendall and Hyde guarantees their products for life. Lifetime guarantee because they are fantastic products. They sent me a belt when I was first launching Madcast Media Network. And I'm still wearing it to this day. I've worn it every day since they've sent it to he me. He hasn't taken it off. It goes in the shower, everything. <laughs> you know what, Sean? That's I wish. That's because it's full-grain leather. It is full-grain leather. Unlike, Thank you, Sean. Unlike Trump's face. Unlike, which is not. It's genuine leather. Yeah, not, not as way. good. <laughs> What's that? By the way, not even, as good. You know, Trump fans, Hillary fans, you can all enjoy Kendall and Hyde in your own right. It's the one thing we can all come together it's on. It's nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. No, no. But, uh, but seriously, though, guys, these are authentic... Full grain leather products, which is a, makes a huge difference. Their belts are fantastic. Full grain is made out of the outermost surface of the hide. Cheaper boots won't last as long because they're not made of full grain leather. It's important that when you get leather products, you look for the full grain leather, not just genuine leather, because genuine is not the same. Nothing was shaved off the top of the cow, so you get the most complete form of the leather available. It's fantastic. And also, guys, I want you to check out their new duffel bags. They have full leather duffel bags, which are incredible. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, Jesse, I don't know. Do you wear do you wear any leather products? I'm actually a nudist, but <laughs> if I were to wear a clothing item, yeah. I would wear leather products solely because it's like a second skin. Oh, that's a good point, Jesse. It is like yeah. I said. That's another great line from Jesse that they could possibly use. We got Buffalo Bill <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got that, and we also have, uh, what, what did you say, leather jackets for your feet? Yeah, uh, leather boots are like leather jackets for your feet. Still pushing that tagline. <laughs> I would get behind that. You gotta, you gotta get on this, Kendall and Hyde. I'm writing zingers for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guys, these products are incredible. Again, they use Chicago screws on their belt, so you can loosen it up and put on your own belt buckle. Uh, they're incredible products. Again, thank you, Kendall and Hyde, and Madcast listeners get 15 percent off your entire order. That's a fantastic deal, guys. 15 percent off on these incredible other products give them a look thank you for supporting the show kendall and hyde and thank you to the listeners for supporting this show it really helps us out really appreciate it but now 
Moving on to the other, other side, side of the debate, because, you know, one piece of video game legislation uh, pretty much covers the entire uh, pro-Trump side. <laughs> you know, shithead, because one piece undermines the First Amendment of the Constitution. All right. And speaking of, so we're talking about why we shouldn't vote for people, right? right. Yeah. So and the fuck o- Hillary. The only the thing, step. the only thing wrong with Hillary. Wait, are we? Uh, are, is this the side of the debate where we talk about uh, if we're going to vote for Kendall or Hyde? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are having a big Kendall and Hyde debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm no, a but- Kendall guy myself. Kendall hides hate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, guys, we need to talk about. Yeah. Right, Hillary Clinton. I'll say the only positive thing about Hillary Clinton. The only the only check in the positive column for me mm-hmm. in terms of her is that she's and her position. Not- no, oh. it's not that she's not Trump. It's that she is very strongly pro-choice. She is unabashedly pro-choice. Uh, during the debates yeah, when- Yeah, she can't choose a gender. She can't. <laughs> 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 All right, Sean. Yeah. No, I, li- I like that too. Give me yeah. a ding. I was, go- I was looking at the ding. I didn't know I, g- I was going to do that or maybe- There you go. You got a couple dings. Yeah. That's go. what I like about uh, pe- like uh, folks like Hillary and her uh, political allies. Like when they're not regulating every aspect of your personal life, they do leave you the option to abort. And I am like her and like you pro-choice. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm also pro-choice, although I prefer calling it pro-baby murder. I love yes. the idea of it. Well, murder implies that it's illegal. I would say right. killing. Well, my personal philosophy is I'm neither culling. I'm I'm not I'm not for I'm not f- <laughs> Very good, John. My personal philosophy is this, guys. I am against abortion, but for killing babies. Yeah. And uh, what that means is I want babies to be killed, but I I don't want the choice to be the woman's. Uh I, <laughs> Yeah, that's my personal philosophy. And well, I want get to get all hysterical and I know, I want but, to get to the, I want to raise the legal limit uh, the age of abortions to 80. Yeah, you that's can do it retroactive abortions. Uh, yeah, well, and then anyone can abort anyone. So children can abort their parents. Careful, Maddox, your mom's going to do a late-term abortion. Yeah, yeah well, she can't. I can't get a hold of her because she's blocked my number. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo, Maddox's mom. All right, but moving on to Trump, guys. we got to talk about Trump for a second. My biggest problem with Trump is also the same thing as Hillary. He has held some positions that weaken the First Amendment. Here's, uh, here's one of them. I want to play this clip for you. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. That right there is counter to the First Amendment, because let me read it to you. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That's the first sentence of the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, and what he just suggested is anti-constitutional. But he was talking about immigration, yeah, wasn't he? he? Was, I mean, whether or not it's 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 a right to to filter Muslims out, but he's not. It's not. They don't have any constitutional rights before they come here. What do Did you mean? we not do this with the Japanese during World War II? Well, we put them in. We put them in camps. Yeah, which was wrong. Hold right. on, hold on, Rucka. First of all, there's so much wrong with this. This the, I could spend an entire two hours on this one piece right here because let's unpack it for a second. Yeah. Okay. He wants a complete and total ban of Muslims coming to the United States. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's unpack that. Mm-hmm. The presumption is that Muslims are the threat. 
So mm, what saying the threat is Muslim? That's not the same as what you just said. Okay, the threat is Muslim. Fine. Yeah. If you're going to say that, then you have to concede that Muslims already in the United States are also a threat. Sometimes certain ones are. Well, again, sure, but again, certain Americans the, the, are too. That's true. And way more so non-Muslim Americans. Okay, but Timothy McVeigh is not funded by uh, governments and kingdoms overseas. Okay, well, that doesn't, that doesn't stop homegrown terrorism from occurring, Rucka. I agree. So you have the San Bernardino shooter who was not affiliated with any outside terror cells. He, was, homegrown. he was highly inspired by, by, his wife. Te- by terrorism, uh, by the movement to install Muslim rule throughout the world. Well, that, that terroristic belief, yes. You can't stop Americans from immigrating to America. They're already here. That, that's all he's talking about is immigration. So, yeah, I mean, uh, if uh, Islam is an ideology and uh, it is counter to America's ideals, uh, like it or not, it's an uncomfortable topic, but it's true. I mean, uh, many, many facets of, of what the Quran teaches is against our own laws, ideals, morals. Well, some some portions of it, some versions of it, like Sharia law is counter to a lot of American values and fundamental ideals. Uh, we should not have any any type of person. I mean, you can believe what you want. We also have Americans who believe in communism, which are counter yeah, to. Look, I don't I don't agree with the Muslim ban, but the way that Trump's words are twisted and taken out of context, the way he's painted as racist and homophobic and all this shit that he is simply shit he's never said is just such an effort to protect Hillary and any Democrat. And that's why Trump is popular. That's why people are sick of this bullshit. It's so dishonest. I don't even yeah. like anything Trump is proposing. I want nothing. I don't want a wall. I don't want tariffs. I want I want people to trade freely with other countries. I don't want a Muslim ban. Like, I don't want any of that no, shit. No, it's a reaction to the establishment. This yeah. is where we've come to in American politics because people are so fed up with the bullshit that American politicians are that are all bought and paid for. Well, not only the politicians are 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 in the pocket, but uh, the media is just such a fucking like ally of the Democrat Party, and the whole culture is just fucking Generation Lena Dunham right now, where everyone's right. you're sexist, you're misogynist, kill all the white men. Like, what is this shit? Trump is Frankenstein's monster. The people that hate him the most created him. They made him what he is. Mm. They made him rise to power. If you have posted an anti-Trump meme, you made him popular. You made him get to the point uh, that he's at now. You, If you're an SJW, you made Trump. It's as simple as that. The people who are, are, are policing microaggression – and by the way, if you have a – if you're – if you can be – uh, triggered by a microaggression, that means you have no macroaggressions in your life. You have no real problems. If, right. you, if you are sitting around worrying about what other people say and do that does not actually directly affect your livelihood or your happiness in any way, instead you're looking to be the victim, you made Trump happen. And also, ironically, you should be glad you made Trump happen because it's the great if you are non-republican if you're anti-republican it's the greatest thing that could have ever happened in an election cycle trump has destroyed the republican party it will be left in whether he's elected or not it will be left in shambles after this the party is entirely divided it's amongst true. class 
because the people who are voting Trump are lower class Republicans who never made sense to be Republicans anyway. Conservative people should uh, should are the wealthy people, and it makes sense for them to be Republican. But the the elite class, the political uh, class of Republicans. I was, I was with you for a while, Jesse. The, but people are not motivated by their pocketbook. They're motivated by ideas. They're motivated by what they think is right and wrong. That's the truth. Even if you're a total nihilist, that there's some sort of moral direction that's pushing you in that. I disagree. I, I disagree on that because there are too, way too many single issue voters in this country. Uh, and, I, and I'm not to, you know, I, I realize how that could sound contradictory because I specifically brought up Hillary Clinton's mm-hmm. uh, video game. Objections, the video game thing. Issue, yeah. No, but it was the first, it was the attack on the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Both Hillary Clinton and Trump are guilty of doing the same thing. Okay. And this religious thing, we're, I, we can't gloss over this, guys. We really need to unpack this because imagine, let's imagine for a second that Trump became president and you know you're gonna you're gonna hear that at the end of this episode whether he did or not. Uh, let's imagine for a second that this was installed, this legislation, this rule of law that we started to ban Muslims. How would you enforce it? What would you do? What would what logistically? What would you do to enforce that? Are you gonna have? Officers at checkpoints checking people's papers and make it like a religious test? Are you out of your you fucking mind? What checkpoints? You just wouldn't let anyone in from Syria for a while. Oh, so so uh, so Christians from Syria can't visit? No. Okay, great. So we, we, we're no longer taking any kind of refugees, anyone at all, from any other country. I mean, the people, listen. The people who want to ban on Muslims don't have a problem with that end of it either. Well, that's a well. I I personally do. I think that's fundamentally wrong. Look, all this talk about banning Muslims, not banning like it's just rearranging the seats on the on the Titanic. We should have a long time ago made it very clear that America will not be attacked. That that will never be tolerated. We didn't do it under Reagan. We did not do it under either Bush, Clinton. Like no, we have been total pussies for a very long time since the Iranians took our hostages. We have never, ever stood up to them. And that's why bin Laden is inspired. That's why the San Bernardino shooter is inspired. That's what inspires these guys. They see us as a paper tiger. So whether or not we're letting in Muslims today is not really the issue. It, it, it almost makes no difference. What makes a difference is, are we making it clear to the world that we will not tolerate any attacks on us? Guys, it's fear-mongering. You want to not tolerate attacks on us? How about the uh, the homegrown attacks that happen every fucking day when you walk down the street and you have uh, someone stabbing you or, or, or breaking into your house and robbing you and killing you and raping you. I don't, That's what we have to worry about, not terrorism. We it's have such to worry a, about both. But the, No, we don't. The, the, it's a, the, such the a crackhead, fear-mongering. The crackhead attacking you for what's in your pocket is not inspired to install his religion on you and throughout the world. But even if it is, Rucka, it's such a small drop in the bucket of things we have to worry about. We have this laser focus on terrorism. It's because of xenophobia and war- and fear-mongering. Really? So hundreds of U.S. Marines killed in the 80s is a small thing to worry about? 3,000 Americans killed on 9-11 is a small thing to worry about? No, but that was unprecedented. But, uh, of course— of course, we should we should prevent that. And now we hundreds you know. or however many U.S. hostages were taken in Iran in 1979 is just a small thing to worry about. Would you like to go hang out in the embassy in Iran for uh, however many years they were stuck in there? Rucka, let's put that in perspective. Yeah. Hundreds, right? Yeah. Thousands of people are killed every year in swimming pools. Right, thousands of people are killed just by walking down their neighborhood. Yeah, but the the, n- the number doesn't make the act any yeah the, the any better or worse. The job of the U.S. government is one thing and one thing only: is to protect our physical safety. What's causing terrorism isn't the belief. 
Because if it was, we'd have way more of it. There's a billion uh, Muslim people in this world. Most of them don't take their religion very seriously, right. which is very and lucky like, for us. What, but how do you qualify that? Because if they're willing to pick up a gun and go kill in the name of their religion, that's how you know they take it seriously. But those aren't those just are, like the, the, most those aren't, those just like most Christians don't take Christianity very right. seriously. Christians aren't uh, aren't wor worrying about if they're mixing their linens or anything else. It's the same thing. Uh, most people have progressed in the world from their caveman religions, but there are people that have not. And unfortunately, in Islam, if you have not, it is okay to kill people it's, that don't believe the same thing. It's never had a reformation period. Right. And I don't want to get on, on a full religious well, rant, but we did, you know, the Crusades, it was like, okay, that wasn't cool. They've never had a reformation. Yeah, but the Crusades were also about land. It wasn't entirely about religion and, and morality. But let's, let's step back for a second, back to this religious ban, okay? Mm. Because you can't ban a religion. First of all, it's against our constitution. And second, it's... It's theoretically and literally impossible. What do you do? Burn the Quran? Do you just ban ideas now? Because no. that's all that's already out there. It's never going to go away. If you're going to no, say that not, he doesn't want to ban people who already live here from practicing or believing, he wants to ban immigration from places where they do. And if you think about it, what we're currently doing instead of that is going over to those places and murdering people, uh, whether they were innocent or not. Uh, that's what the drone strike problem is about. So this could stop that. Well, first of all, let's just say that hypothetically we do install this kind of ridiculous law and it somehow works, right? What drop in terrorism are we going to see? Because the Florida shooter wasn't, you know, the Florida shooter, the nightclub shooter, that was a homegrown terrorist. The San Bernardino one, that was a homegrown terrorist. Literally, the only one I can think of that would have even made a, a drop in the bucket impact is 9-11. Listen, Maddox, are you, is your top concern not hurting Muslims' feelings, or is your top concern protecting human life? Religion, Rucka. Is, is it's your, religion. Is your, is, your, is your top concern religious freedom and the freedom of every type of religion to immigrate here? Or is your top concern is not seeing the Orlando shooting? Because if you want the Orlando shooting to not happen, you need to make it very clear to the entire worldwide movement, whether it's a hundred of them or whether it's a million of them that wish to install Islamic law on the world, you need to make it very clear to them that that's not going to happen. When you make it clear to everyone in the Middle East that that's never going to work, that that's never going to happen, that every ounce of aggression they send our way, we will send back much tougher aggression, then mysteriously you'll see the Orlando shooters disappear because they have no cause to fight for. Okay. They're, in, they're inspired by the bin Ladens of the world. They're inspired by the Iranian government, the way they completely humiliated us in in the 80s and the early and the late 70s and the way they continue to uh flaunt their uh bullshit in our face and we're afraid to fight back yeah Maddox, right. do you believe that the last time an attempt was made was 9-11 no we've had many many attempts since okay those were prevented through measures to to stop outside non-homegrown uh, Islamic-based terrorism. So this would prevent those people from ever even getting in here. Forget exploring terror cells within our borders. They, they, they wouldn't be within our borders. Guys, there's a there's a fallacy here. Um, and uh, Rucka, a couple things. I'll get to what you just said, uh, Jesse, but back to you saying protecting human life. That's essentially the same argument I was making with uh, you know paying lip service in Pakistan uh, when you think that it's more important to... Uh, 
push our principles of free speech in other countries. Uh, if she, if if anyone goes over there and uh, pays lip service to them to quell some violence, I don't give a shit as long as we're not being attacked. Uh, but you're essentially saying the same thing here, which is like let's protect human lives, uh, human lives, and prevent immigrant terrorists coming. American to come here. American lives, yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't see a distinction. Well, you should because you're American. And <laughs> why? What difference does it make if if I'm because our government's life? job is to protect us? We can't go uh, install democracy and reason and the enlightenment in a part of the world that does not wish to accept those values. We okay, fair enough. Stop being the world police. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair, fair enough. I'm yeah, fine. If, I'm we, fine. if we do try that, it fails. Neocon. It has it has failed yeah, a lot. It yeah, fails. it has failed a lot. But so uh, Jesse, back to uh, back to what you said, and we're talking about preventing terrorist immigration coming into this country. Uh, there's a fallacy. I th- the professor, I think his name is Sun, and it's called, it's a cognitive bias called uh, probability neglect, okay? They did a study where they asked a bunch of people, they said, you have $100,000 to prevent, to filter out some kind of poison from this water, and every year it'll kill about 20 people. Uh, how much of that, that $100,000 do you a- appropriate towards that versus... Something else that would uh, that would purify the water and potentially save thousands of people. They all gave the rational answer, right? They said, "Well, a little bit to prevent this one that could kill twenty people, and then a lot to prevent the thing that could kill a thousand people." Right? Then they did the same study, same test, different uh, group, except that now they changed the description of the thing that would kill the twenty people. They gave this horrific explanation of how it would cause your lungs to shrivel and uh, cause your blood vessels to pop and your eyes to bleed and snot coming out and basically the, 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 uh, the symptoms of Ebola. They told them that and they said, now how much would you, would you allocate to save these 20 people? Guess what? Almost all of it. Almost all of it. Because we have seen in our mind's eye the horrors of this explanation what of these 20 to the other, people. What happened to the other thousand? They didn't give a shit. So their symptoms, they just died mysteriously. They just died mysteriously. They didn't explain in detail what happened to them. Now we have this laser focus on terrorism because of 9-11, because of the Mumbai attacks, because of France, because of Paris. We see that shit on TV and it makes us think it's a huge, urgent fucking threat that we have to, t- it's priority number one, but it fucking isn't. It just isn't, guys. We have so many more Whoa! important things. <laughs> we have so many more important things Jesse, that we have to worry about. Jesse, three thousand miles away. What, oh, Jesse? It's not. But you're, there's a fallacy into what you're saying, and that it's the idea that all the government is focusing on is terrorism. They're also doing everything else. We talk about terrorism because it's the the biggest, uh, uh, most uh, spectacular version of all of this. Right. But they, we, it's not like we stopped having cops to focus on terrorism. It's not like they stopped, uh, you know, trying to solve murders because we, we are focusing on terrorism. They're just, that's a huge problem that could be really, really, really big in the future at some point. And so there is some focus going toward No, it. it's not. Okay, let's talk about it specifically with regards to this election. It is like Trump's main thing, this immigration no, thing. Oh, yes, immigration. That's, that's all immigration. immigration and yeah, yeah, and, and regulating. For, yeah. And then the Mexican, you know, preventing Mexican immigration across the border. Less than fifty percent, or approximately fifty percent, of the immigrants who come to this country are co- are crossing the border. The majority of them just fly in and then extend past their visas. This isn't like just families of Mexicans. Well, I know it happens, and it has happened. And it does happen, but it's not a it's not a contemporary Listen, threat. I want more preventable. Go ahead. Well, sure, it's preventable, but at what cost? Again, you have a thousand, you have a hundred thousand dollars to save a thousand people or twenty people. 
We have this laser focus because we see it on the news and we see it everywhere we go. We go to Home Depot and you see Mexicans standing outside, day laborers who want to get a job and, you, and it's on your horizon. But we have way more important things to spend that money on. It's probability neglect. I look, I want more Mexicans coming here, but like the fact that Trump is called like racist or or that he's being quoted as saying that all Mexicans are rapists and killers, that makes me say like, all right, fuck it, then let Trump win because I'd rather have a fucking crazy orange guy in charge than live <laughs> in a fucking culture of uh, intimidation Liars. and being fucking finger pointing and political correctness. Fuck it. Right. Let's, let's let and him in. Well, and it, just straight up lying. It's lying to say he's racist for his comments about uh, the Mexican uh, illegal immigration problem. Uh, he One, Mexican ain't a race. You can be any race and be from Mexico. That's a nationality. True. So let's start there. But uh, number two, he said that uh, that 80% of the illegal immigrants crossing the border are rapists. And that comes from an actual study where uh, women – the and. The people he's trying to protect, by the way, are the illegal immigrants when he says that, because the, the study he's quoting is talking about the women who are illegally crossing the border getting raped on the way by the guys they are illegally crossing with. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed it's OK to say one in four women are getting raped on a college campus, but you can't say that any percentage of illegal immigrants are rapists? Well, it's not true, though. Um, of course, of course, uh, all right, some percentage are. All right, anyway, get. Uh, no, there's a, there, there's actually, I've, I've done a lot of research on this, and the studies show that immigrants to this country, illegal immigrants especially, are less likely to commit crimes than citizens because they know if they get caught for any crime, they're going to get deported. So th that's just wholesale wrong. It's flat out just uh, wholesale wrong. It's, 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 uh, it's not true. And here's the actual quote he said about uh, Mexicans and rapists. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. But I... Okay. There you go. So there he's... Yes. Some are good... He's assume are good people. Yeah, but he said they're sending us their rapists. Yes, because of the study I just said, where they are raping uh, while crossing the border. It's not just Mexico either. I mean, obviously, South American people uh, and and are crossing through Mexico to get here. It's not Man. just Mexico. Talk about but, multitasking. <laughs> I mean, raping while yeah. they're crossing the border. It's not just Mexicans. Fully occupied. Um, I I would have to see this study because uh, everything I've read the the uh in excuse me the occurrences of rape and crime that happens with illegal immigration is not any more than normal and also to suggest that talking the about but the study you're talking about is in the U.S. it's once they get here but it, it this is happening as they're crossing so get your raping out of the way just yeah. before you cross. I mean, this sounds really like uh, you know we're getting really pedantic here with these with these. I mean, what what uh, what difference does it make if they're doing it here or there? Do you think they're going to stop once they've crossed the border? Well, that I mean, according to the study you're quoting, they are. But <laughs> that's why I don't believe the study you're quoting. Well, I mean, just just looking at common sense, right? If you you are here illegally, you're going to be less likely to commit crime because you know you're going to get deported if you get caught. Mm. True or false? I, are you I, – I think you're probably less likely to even uh, be fined or thrown in jail or anything for a crime as an illegal because they know you won't have the money to pay the fines, and all they care about is money. 
Hmm. It's the same reason. It's the same reason where it, an uninsured illegal immigrant driving a car makes a driving infraction. Nothing in ha- nothing ever happens to them because they know they won't get money for it. Okay, maybe. Um, you know that you may have a point there. Uh, I'll say this, guys, about Trump. I want to say something that I like about Trump. Uh, I like that he's not a career politician. Uh, I, I do like that about him, and uh, I, I do. I guess I do like that he's not Hillary. Uh, <laughs> There's one thing, there's one thing in his platform that I've heard several liberals agree with, and that is the import tax. What's So what's the import tax, John? Well, the import tax is taxing goods on things made overseas. Okay. So that's something you do like? That's the one thing that I've heard liberals say that they agree with. Right. Him. Well, Trump, he's supposed to be this uh, giant capitalist businessman here to bring us back to the American way. Bullshit. He's a fucking, he's, he's talking about not only regulating, but taxing business. Like, why should anyone tell me what I can import and export? Yeah. No, I'm not saying I agree with it, but that's the one part of his plan that, that, uh, some of the people on the left agree with so that theoretically you get things made in America, higher wages, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you're not making the case for for that policy. I just like again, like I said earlier, I want nothing. I want nothing that Trump is is proposing. I want none of it. I agree with him on nothing to the degree he is proposing anything. Yeah, well, but I, what make what makes me kind of say fuck it is seeing the way uh, you know folks like yourself, Maddox, just can't wait, can't wait to swear in Hillary. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, uh, you guys, you guys have no fucking idea uh, who I'm gonna vote for. Oh, we'll find out next week, guys. You will, you will. Oh I, don't, I don't think you're gonna Bill vote. Stein. Yeah, you don't I, I think, think so, Sean? No, I think you'll leave the president blank, or you'll write in like Donald Duck or some shit. Wait. Because, because guess what? In this state, it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, actually, that's true. Uh, it doesn't matter in California, but I'll say this: uh, it is important to vote. And Jesse, this is a fuck you to your your argument. It is important to vote specifically because of ballot initiatives, which are important to vote on. What do you think of that uh, of that of that, uh, Jesse? Yeah, I, when I say don't vote, I am talking about the presidential, oh, presidential. Okay. election All right, and that's, nothing else. That's fair. So it, you are a citizen, Maddox? Yeah. Fuck. You know what? Fuck what? you, Rucka. I am a citizen. All right. Ass. Calm down. Jesus. What What do you guys? Is there anything you guys do like about Trump? I mean, other than Rucka, your spite against the media who, uh, I, I, you know, some would say- It's not just the media, and it's not just the politicians. It's the culture of political correctness. It's Generation Lena Dunham. This whole, like, oh, what exactly did he mean by that tweet? So, fuck you. And by I the way, turn on CNN anytime in the last five years, and they're talking about, like, oh, what did that tweet mean? Oh, it, it sounds a little homophobic. Kiss my ass. And by the way- let's- And then they apologize for it. Let's talk. Yeah, the people need to stop apologizing for shit. And by the way, uh, Trump's grab him by the pussy comment. You know exactly what he meant. He wasn't talking about molesting women. He was saying when you're a star, when you're famous, girls let you do what you want. That's he what he was saying. He literally said they let you. It's yeah. it's implying consent. And they tried to make him sound like he's a rapist for saying that. If you say they will let you do anything, that means of their own volition with full autonomy, they are allowing this to happen. I'm sorry. That ain't how rape or molestation works. Everything they say about Trump basically is a lie or some sort of trumped up version of what he says. I love everything about Trump and my favorite thing about him. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love his behavior. I love that he just says shit and it doesn't fucking matter. I love that he he's running for president and he still it will tell you that Rosie O'Donnell is a big fat fucking pig. That's the best. That's who I've always wanted to be president. I'm still not going to vote. I still say fuck voting. I still know my vote doesn't actually count. Thanks, Electoral College, for making sure of that. But I think Trump is the best, not for for policy reasons. Not for uh, making America better in any way, just as a guy. I yeah. like him. And the reason I like uh, Milo Unina Snuffleupagus, who I also disagree <laughs> with on everything. He's religious. He's anti-abortion. He's anti-gay marriage as a gay I mean, I don't agree with Milo on anything. Or but, he's just the world's biggest troll. But yeah. even that, like, anyway, he he says, like, this election is not about policy. It's not about what uh, policies the candidates are going to impose. It's about, do you want to see the bullies continue to bully, or do you want to give them the middle finger and say, fuck off already? I want the bullies bullying. Yeah, we want the bullies bullying, Rucka. Yeah, you do. That sounds like an endorsement, Jesse, for Hillary. Uh, <laughs> no, but look, guys, you got, you make a point. Look, we are in a culture of outrage and people who are overly sensitive. Absolutely. That's yeah. not, uh, that's, that's, uh, there's no question Trigger. about that. There's no, there you go. There's, Jesse just got triggered. Uh, there's no question about that. And yeah. I firmly do believe that nobody can offend you. All right. Offense is a choice you make. You choose to be offended by things. Except, yeah. Except that you're part of the, uh, pussification movement, but. Fuck you. I'm not. It's, you so are. No. Okay. How so? You're, you take, you take part in this bully tactic. You quote Trump out of context. You, no, I just, you, I you're a, you're a Hillary supporter. I'm not a Hillary supporter. If I've supporter. ever met one. I'm not a Hillary supporter. I'll tell you guys how I voted in the past. Uh, the first, the very first election I voted for was Ross Perot. And I thought he was, he was, uh, you know, this is like 20 years ago, something like that. And he was outside the grain of politics and he seemed to be self-funded billionaire pushing this uh, you know, he just seemed like a breath of fresh air that we needed we needed a third party candidate and since then i voted for third party candidates nader i like N ralph nader a lot um he's a little bit goofy uh a little know, bit goofy yeah he's got Dude, some like crazy communist be, theories we'd be but living in a rainforest if he was in charge that's not true <laughs> but, but we do have ralph nader to thank he was uh he was instrumental in pushing legislation to make cars safer which the auto oh industry God. was not self-regulating they were the not the fucking catalytic converter is such shit and i don't know shit about cars but i had to replace mine when i was broke as fuck it's about the most expensive thing you can fucking replace yeah you said anything bullshit. about that this isn't environmental he's the fucking one who put that shit no. in everyone's car wrong shithead maybe he did but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about windshields and making steering wheel columns no longer spikes did you know what the original those old school cars from the 50s they all had these Basically, they were just uh, giant uh, metal stakes that were pointing Dude. towards your chest. He made those. He, he, he Dude, said cars have gotten very, very heavy and safe in the last several decades. If you think Ralph Nader had anything to do with that shit, you're high. No, you're high. All right. Got oh, me. Gary Johnson's high. Vote Gary Johnson. <laughs> I actually met Gary, but oh, yeah. we, we deviate enough. Rucka, uh, yeah, Rucka okay, did meet we'll, Gary Johnson. We'll deviate. I, I was invited to an influencer event to meet him on Halloween, and it was to me, it was like a photo <laughs> op. It was like a chance to ask him a question on camera and kind of fuck around, and it was the video's out there. Look up. Here, um, I got the clip. Let's oh, play okay, the clip. Great. Yeah, listen to this. Governor Johnson, my name is Rucka Rucka Ali. I've been on YouTube for a number God. of years. I've gotten many, many views. I've upset some people, and my music has played at McDonald's. Uh, my question for you, and I'm here tonight because a friend invited me and said there would be pizza, and there is. It's Domino's. 
not not the worst. I noticed you did order yourself a different type of pizza, and I respect that. Yeah. My question for you is, with the election one week away, and it looks like with current polling you might not win, my suggestion is <laughs> to take all the money you have left and create the most epic viral video known to man. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about everybody here. I'm talking about hitting the streets and causing some ruckus. This is, these are the moments that shape history. What do you say? First of all, about the pizza, uh, I have celiac disease. Oh, so, and so the way, trendy. We were just talking about healthcare. <laughs> celiac disease, allergic to gluten, right? Everybody celiac has that. And hypochondriac. makes gluten-free pies. Yeah. yeah. When they run ads on television talking about antacids, that's celiac disease. That's gas, you know? So, so we deal with the we deal with the symptoms. We don't deal with the. Cause. Okay, so you asked him a very specific question. He talked yeah. about sea legs. Well, because he has no idea how to answer you. He's no. a politician, yeah. but he's a weak one. That was an insane answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he kind of brought it back at the end, and uh, you can see the full version. It's like ten seconds longer. He than didn't that. understand that was a joke. No. <laughs> Okay, guys, uh, so that that's an incredible clip. I'll put it on the website. You can watch the full clip. Uh, it's not too long, but uh, thank you, guys. Uh, interesting debate, I think. So to conclude, uh, they're both pretty shitty candidates, and I would love to see how you guys think. I think they're the two worst candidates we've had in decades. I would Maybe agree with ever. that, John. Uh, there have been some losers uh, yeah. I think Bob Dole was was kind of a kind of a dud, yeah. at least not dangerous. I, I think Bob Dole was way less dangerous than than Clinton or Trump. But Maddox, didn't you say the first guy you ever voted for was a brash uh, uh, businessman who self funded his campaign? Yeah, Ross the boss. Yeah, well, that sounds a lot like a guy running right now. <laughs> no, Trump has not funded shit for his campaign. They, he said he's going to pay a hundred million dollars. They found that he's paid less than ten million, and he's he's wow. funneled funds through his own campaign. Oh my god, this guy's got like all the latest facts and figures on Trump. But uh, when it comes to Hillary, oh well, you know, uh, I didn't like one of the uh, the laws she tried to push on video games. She's a hawk. She wants to bomb Iran. I played the clip. She wants to go to war with Iran. She wants a no fly zone over Syria, which which every military strategist and uh, uh, Bernie Sanders has said is a shitty idea, which would lead us to war with Russia. That's the last fucking thing we need, and that's why Russia is so opposed to her, is because they're afraid that she will take us to World War Three. I think that's why the, Russia just recently announced the Devil Part Two, their new missile that can wipe out Texas. Did you guys hear about this? No. Yeah. I, it, I think it's a response to Hillary. They don't want Hillary in office. Well, good thing Trump is good friends with Putin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know Putin. He he doesn't. He's not his. He's not his best friend. They don't text. Believe me, they don't text. They don't. All right. Moving. <laughs> moving on. Let's move uh, on. They're both shitty. Can all right. Good debate. Yeah. Good debate, guys. Bravo. Bravo. Right. We did it, Madcast listeners. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, moving on. A couple of quick headlines, and we got to wrap up. This is a long episode. Starbucks will not have to pay. Did you guys hear about this? A cop, an on-duty cop gets a free coffee at Starbucks, then spills it on himself, and then he tries to sue for medical expenses. That's been done a million times. Yeah, well, except except this was this guy was comped the, the coffee. The finest. Well, uh, Starbucks will not have to pay the cop for the coffee spill. This is from ABC News. Yeah. Lieutenant Matthew Kaur. I'm sorry, Rucka, you're no longer lieutenant. Oh, shit. He's yeah, it's a little sore spot. Yes. He suffered third-degree burns when he said that the lid on his coffee popped off and a paper cup allegedly crumbled. <laughs> Well, that shit can happen. Well, sure. 
But it gets worse. Listen to this. He and his wife, Melanie Kaur, were suing the coffee giant for $750,000, citing his medical expenses that came from a surgery to remove part of his intestine. The hell? Wait, what? Yeah. He had part of his intestine removed because his his, the lid fell off his coffee cup. Yeah, well, fuck the police. <laughs> There's got to be more to that story. Kaur said he suffered from Crohn's disease before the accident <laughs> okay. and that the burn caused a massive flare. So there was, Sean. There's the Crohn's disease. Why doesn't Starbucks burn just cause it, it, But he burned his hand, I would imagine. I guess. Didn't he have to have that part of his intestine removed because of that? Don't all people with Crohn's disease, like, have colostomy bags? And yeah. Stuff? Well, they, so. you try not to. You can't eat certain things. With you, Crohn's? Yeah, you can treat it. I mean, not everybody has colostomy bags. What is Crohn's disease? It's like an inflammation of your lower intestine, I think. Or is your, that what it is? I think so. Huh. I don't know. Somebody fact check me on that, but... We'll post about it. next week. We'll debate what Crohn's disease is. Yeah, sure. Uh, the jury found we'll Starbucks. We'll have about as many facts as this one. You no, know, fuck you. We had lots of facts, Sean. <laughs> I played lots of interesting clips. Yeah, I hear the voicemails rolling in. Right I know. Now. Oh, God. I know. You fucking idiots. Uh, you, <laughs> Maddox, you shillery cock. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I'm not. Anyway, the jury found that the Starbucks doesn't have pay. All right. There's another one. Uh, Bionic penis Hell man. Yeah. Black lives matter. That, yeah, they actually, that was the thing yeah. at Starbucks a while back. Yeah. Black coffee matters. Black coffee matters. Well, then they say they don't take any political stances. No. Starbucks? Yeah. Yeah. The company from Seattle? Yeah, that's, that's what they, bu- that's that's what they said. No, it was, it was out and out hypocrisy. Uh, that's total bullshit because I worked at Starbucks, and while I worked there, we had to write a hashtag on our cups that said, um, hashtag race together. Yeah. I know. No, that's what I'm saying. It's complete bullshit. That yeah, I I was told I was I was to bring up with every customer. We had hundreds of customers, you know, an hour. I I was told to bring up with every customer. Um, the I like uh, strike up a conversation about race with them. And uh, I went to my boss and I said, "Are you sure you want me to do that?" And yeah. she said, "You have to do it." And I said, "Okay." And then I to one customer I said, uh, "So what do you what do you think about?" Uh, like, was slavery really that bad? <laughs> oh. and, uh, and then my boss said, I don't have to do it anymore. Thank you very yeah. much. Good call. Before, before the show, I was talking to Jesse, and he was telling me how much he tried to get fired from Starbucks. And uh, what was what was the, one of the stunts you pulled, Jesse? You want to talk about that? Um, oh, well, uh, uh, one of the customer, customer, one of the guys that bought coffee there said, uh, called me a faggot. What? <laughs> Nice. And so I, I told him I was going to come around the corner and suck his dick if he didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's got calling that's the, his bluff. That's the perfect response to a homophobe because, on one hand, you know, he's gay because, like, the only people who are outwardly that aggressive against gay people are people who are closeted. That's stereotyping, and you know yeah, it. You know what, though, Sean? It's I've fun. seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. There was a guy in my high school. I was getting a, a drink at the drinking fountain one time. There was a line for it. I wasn't paying attention, and I bumped into the kid in front of me yeah. uh, while he was bending over. And he turns around and starts calling me a faggot and this and that. And then, like, for the rest of the year, just started calling me gay, gay, gay. Every time I saw him, uh, so, uh, looked him up years later. Gay dude. Uh, Bingo. You <laughs> showed him. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, no you, what, you, you pushed him in that direction. That's your fault. <laughs> he, he, got a little, he got a little sample, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, go suck his dick and show him who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck him right off. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy, man. They, no, I, I really think the people who are the most aggressive, they're always the ones, you know, they're pushing the conversion therapy and all that shit. Yeah. Crazy. Um, all you right. seen Marcus Bachman? Michelle Bachman? Michelle ba- oh, my gosh. Wow. I thought that that was an, another one of those things where I thought it was clickbait headline where people were calling his husband gay, her husband gay. 
I looked him up, and the first thing I thought, oh, this must be some kind of mistake. This can't be her husband. Right. This must be her assistant or something. Mm. Oh, no. It's a... Yeah, that guy, Marcus yeah. Marcus Bachman. Yeah. Look it up, guys. I, I, in fact, I'll post a link on the on the website. I'll post a picture Dude, on the, the website. The thing about like extremely religious crowds, like they don't even realize how flamboyant a lot of them are. Like they don't realize how feminine they're behaving. What's going on with Ted Cruz? Would you say he's extremely religious? He's uh, definitely yeah. evangelical. And would you say he's gay? I don't know if he's gay. I, there's something going on with that guy. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I I don't think so. I just think he's. I think he's just a zealot. Yeah, Your but radar it, going off. Yeah, some something, some kind of radar is going did, off. Did you bump into him at a drinking fountain? Now, he did tap my foot in an airport bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what, is that Who's what that, was that? Uh, Craig. Yeah, it was. It was La- not, wasn't Larry? Larry wasn't Craig. Daniel Craig. Mike One of the guys. Jones. Ah. Hmm? There was some Mike Jones. Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, I have a couple more, but this is a long episode. Uh, let's wrap this up. Guys, this is, yeah. Can I say something, by the way, you know, because this was like a highly political, like, let's just say, like, let's just, let me just point out, guys, like, politics don't need to divide us, like, on a, on a personal level, like, you know, like, Maddox is a Hillary guy, I'm, fuck you, I'm, you know, I'm just an objective observer who just, is not necessarily pro as pro Hillary as Maddox is. Like we we get along. <laughs> Maddox, have I ever like? <laughs> do I argue politics with you? Like, have you heard me like talk about anything other than like work and girls since we've hung out? Like, you know this shit. I mean, it's important, I guess, but like it's it just should not define us as people. And like, you don't need to choose your friends and lovers according to what their politics are. Let me just say that, bitch. <laughs> That's what I got to say to you, bitch. All right. Bitch. Been waiting uh, all episode one more to use time. that drop. One more time. No, but I, I agree. Um, here, here's the thing, guys. Um, there's there's something that very important that we need to remember in this country, which is both Republicans and Democrats, at their heart, want what's best for this country. And the only difference is how we proceed to do that. And uh, I think if we can remember that moving Wait, forward. What? How we proceed to do what? To do what's best for this country. What's best for this country? Policies. Which, which policies? No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. There is a difference in, in beliefs of which policies will do what's best for this country. But at their heart, Republicans want what's best for this country. And at their heart, so do uh, liberals. When and Republicans, all we're talking about is Democrats and Republicans is exactly why I don't vote. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, it's, it's high time we had a third-party candidate. And it's, it, it's amazing that this is the election that we have, the one year where the third-party candidate could have just clean house and we got Jill Stein and fuck-ass Johnson. <laughs> I don't I, well that might be on his birth certificate but I'm not sure he goes by that <laughs> hey everybody vote for me old fuck ass Johnson you know what I'm all about <laughs> I'm in Atlanta sitting on a porch all right he, well like I think Trump is kind of like a wacky third party candidate who swept house at the Republican primaries and elbowed his way into the nomination I guess I wish he would have run his third party yeah. anyway guys thanks for listening that's our show. Don't forget to listen to Pot Awful. I'll link to everything. It's actually on the Madcast website, so I don't even need to. But uh, Yeah, th- guys, we're live every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time at potawful.tv. That's right. I hang out there. Rucka sometimes hang out there. Guys, yeah. thank you, Rucka, deputy moderator. Yeah. Jesse, junior, deputy assistant moderator. Sean, the audio engineer. But most of all, you're welcome. Hey, buddy. Question of the week here. Again? Uh, if you had a time machine, what would you go, if, and you could go back only once, what would you go back and do? Oh, you do something stupid. I My know. answer, 
have a Joe back and fuck Amelia Earhart so good <laughs> she'd have never left Miami. <laughs> priceless yeah i think he would um he would give he would give her a good shag so she would never leave yeah. she'd want to hang around Earhart was a lesbian oh shit that's right she was a lesbian wasn't she a secret old-timey lesbian like eleanor roosevelt yeah she was an undercover lesbian i i guess they just called it closeted back then 